Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is December 5th, 2022. This is your Fightful post-WWE Raw show. And we have stuff to talk about, I guess. I mean, things <laughs> things happened on this show, technically. It it, it wasn't a show that you're, you're going to be crying about if you missed or anything like that. But it existed. We got Denise Salcedo here with us. Denise, what's up? How you Yo. doing? So um, I got to tell you, I actually really enjoyed the first two hours and 10 minutes, I think, of Raw. And then the okay. last couple and then the main event, of course. I thought Raw was really solid tonight. I mean, there was probably like two segments that I kind of was a little bit uh, tuning out for. But for the most part, I thought it was a pretty good show today. I felt like um, it, the first half of the show completely flew by for me. Like I looked at the clock and I'm like, what's up? I'm halfway. I haven't grabbed any snacks. I'm good to go. <laughs> I didn't snack at all during raw today do you know have any idea how hard that is three hours and no snacking yeah it is i mean i had i had dinner during this but we'll get to that later we want to talk about this show with you and we can do that when you send super chats or humper chats. super chats here on youtube.com slash fightful humper chats over at humperchats.com and when you leave humper chats that uh, allows you the ability to leave them while we're on the air before we're in the on the air any number of those please share this on social media I am having a go of it with Team YouTube. Uh, we I, like I've talked to our partner manager. I've talked to YouTube directly. They have outright said, uh, we screwed up. We just don't know how we're going to fix it. So if those of you aren't seeing us live, here's a good way to, to remember. It's on our social medias at all times. It's always on Fightful.com. It's always on FightfulPods.com. That's how you'll always be able to find us, even if YouTube is screwing with us. And uh, this week you can find a new show. We've got the Wrestling Perspective with Lars Fredrickson of Rancid and Dennis Farrell. They had Ken Shamrock on the show on Sunday. That is more exclusive content for you guys. 
And on Tuesday, I'm dropping my interview with Shaza McKenzie. This week, I'll be talking to Carmelo Hayes as well. We're going to have media. What, you too? Me too. Of course. Uh, (laughs) We're going to be talking to Shawn Michaels and Tony Khan for media calls as well. Uh, But Fightful Select. Why does this always happen, Shawn? Because they, you know, they throw us those bones. It's just we, we, we get the same bone, right? Like, go figure. But uh, guys, also check out FightfulSelect.com. I'll brag about that later. We had the rundown of this show up before it went on the air. You can get that for the best $5 in the biz. We would greatly appreciate it if you supported us in that way. Also, big thank you to Luis. Thank you to everybody who helped fill in for me last week. It was a rough week, but uh, I appreciate all you guys. But we kicked off the show. I was going to make fun of you on Twitter, but I didn't want to be a jerk when you posted yeah. that you were nearly dying. Do you remember the hangover <laughs> where the guy, when the one guy goes, yeah, but did you die? Yeah, I almost I did. Wanted to, I wanted to comment that so badly on your tweet, but I was like, no, people are going to say I'm a jerk and it's going to be a jerk move. I, so I'll just say it on a podcast instead because I was dying to make that joke because it's one of my favorite lines from the from sure. the hangover or the hunger. I, I can laugh hangover, at it. Yeah. I can laugh at it now. It, it was not funny at the time, but I can laugh at it now because I didn't die, but close, close. But we kicked off with which what was honestly the the most promoted thing on this show, kind of. It was the Bloodline promo, which led to the tag title match. But uh, it wasn't the tag title match that we expected because they said that Solo Sokoa took out Elias. Now, the irony is Matt Riddle and Elias have had more matches canceled than they've actually like won together at this have point. They really? Yeah, because they had their their match with uh, Alpha Academy delayed by a week, if you remember. So, I mean, they, this constantly happens. Yeah, that's true. So, this wasn't to be expected, but the promo was good. This put over this whole segment put over Sokoa a lot. But Riddle said, hey, I've got a tag team partner. And this one, honestly, worked a lot better, Denise. It was Kevin Owens. Yeah, and given that it was Kevin Owens, I was a little bit salty because I did want this match to go a little bit longer because I did think that they could have done a lot more within the match, uh, especially given that it was literally Matt Riddle teaming up with Kevin Owens, which was, to me, pretty exciting. Um, But, dude, I mean, I completely agree with you when you said that they really put over Solo Sokoa a whole lot today. Obviously, you know, paying a little bit of a tribute to Amaga at the end of this match, that was really nice, too. And I feel like it's funny because uh, I just feel like every week now I've become a bigger fan of Solo Sokoa and I wasn't like on NXT I wasn't a fan I wasn't even a fan in the beginning when this whole thing started with him on the main roster but I think they've done a really good job of like making me a fan of Solo Sokoa and today when he was literally going at it and attacking Matt Riddle after this match I had freaking loved it having them stretch out Matt Riddle and take him out in the ambulance I thought that was pretty cool there was even a moment where they kind of had like this face-off between Solo Sokoa and Kevin Owens and it kind of made me go like that is definitely something that I would be interested in seeing so um even though I did want the action to go a little longer within the actual tag team match I did love the build-up into it and also uh the post-match attack and everything that happened afterwards Match was so good. You knew it was going to be with these guys. And Riddle and, and Kevin Owens aren't a team that I ever really expected. But for this story, it makes an awful lot of sense. Uh, as well as as the progression with this story and and the bloodline. But uh, the bloodline, uh, although also uh, there's, there's a nice tribute to Umaga that I liked uh, here in this match as well at the end of it. But um, 
the Usos, at this point, who do you see taking the titles off them? Off of the Usos? Yeah. Who else? Dude, they got I, all the titles. Say, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But my reaction basically tells you I can't think of another tag team. Well, actually, no. You know what? Let me take that back a little bit. Because if I did want to see, based on the options we have right now, honestly, I would go with the Brawling Brutes. I would go I would go with them because I feel like they are probably the only or one of the only tag teams that I'm legitimately interested in right now that we haven't seen you know, be champions one zillion times like some of the other teams that we've already seen be champions one zillion times. And also their credibility has not been shot at any point. I feel like they have been, uh, I think they've been very momentous in what they've been doing on SmackDown. So um, I don't know if they're going to be the ones to do it, but if I can think of any team that I would actually want to see it happen with, I would probably go with them. By the way, uh, Drew McIntyre is out of this Friday's match. Uh, Minor thing we're told that he wanted to wrestle but uh, medical said that he couldn't i don't know the specific thing uh we'll have more on fightfulselect.com on tuesday but joel wood says they should use this to turn elias heel how dare riddle replace elias with a guy who nearly killed his brother oh shit i didn't even think about that until that's right good, now that's a good shout joel like yes that okay is... now there has to be beef because a friend to all is a friend to none okay he can come in there and be like, what the hell, Riddle? Like, this man nearly killed my brother. I like that. Wow, I love this that. made it so That's much fantastic. better now. Man, Ezekiel feels like such a fever dream at this point, right? Like, it, like I've completely, like, oh, yeah, that happened. That was a major angle this year. I that, still that miss existed. Ezekiel, though. I, Hashtag yeah. bring Ezekiel back. <laughs> Joel says, Zane and KO take the straps off the Usos at Mania. Easy. I could absolutely see that oh, as yeah. well. I that that's the easy one right now. Um, and yeah, I think it will, but this, this iteration of the bloodline, because Roman's not on this show all the time, they carry an awful lot of this program. These guys, these four guys, the Usos, Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa are put in a situation where they get an awful lot of screen time because Roman is not always going to be on this, on this show. So, and also they job. get a lot of screen time at the start of the week and at the end of the week. So it's like you're getting and, and with with the bloodline and with Sami Zayn, you know, the number one thing that people have been liking is those interactions. Right. And those funny moments. And there's been times where I think like, oh, man, what if they dries up faster because they are, you know, doing double duty. But I feel like they've done a really great job of not making you feel that way, especially today. Like even just little things with Sami Zayn, with Sami Zayn going like, oh, yeah, I'm an expert in oosiness and i'm an oosologist like what who even comes up with that that actually worked really well within this whole entire segment and then him basically describing what makes people oosie and why and why the uh the usos are oosie why he's oosie why solisakoa is oosie all of that was really good so uh after this match solisakoa stands tall he did the uh samoan spike which was a nice tribute uh, I believe it was 13 years to the day of, of Amaga's passing. Uh, yeah, it was a nice, nice tribute to a member of the family who I, I love seeing that he gets his flowers now, but um, who was an integral figure. And in I mean, three minute warning was very over for a brief amount of time, but Umaga was just over. Umaga just worked and it's probably the last character like that that will ever work. Like you'll, I don't think you'll ever see someone play the type of role that Umaga played uh, with that background. Now 
So that was a very nice approach too. I thought that this segment did an awful lot towards pushing Solo Sokoa and, and promoting him and showing you what he could do from a threat standpoint, which he's rarely gotten to, like rarely gotten to outside of like war games and stuff like that. I thought he got to look like a pretty good threat when he had that match against Sheamus on SmackDown. I thought he looked really solid. That was actually the match that made me into a fan of Solo Sokoa was the work that he did with Sheamus. And ever since then, I feel like that's really where I started to actually, uh, my interest started to get a little higher on Solo. KE775 sends a super chat and says, with Tegan back, when, when, when can we expect Chelsea back? So, okay. The, I think most people here know that I talked to Chelsea. She's a friend, but she's still playing dumb. And I even told her last week, I'm like, Chelsea, listen, on the same day I hear Emma, Tegan, Mia, Chelsea, three down, one to go. And all she'll say to me is, just let me know what I'm debuting so I can have gear ready. And I'm like, yeah, you think you're cute. You think you're real funny here. Uh, she ain't telling me, but she's on her way back. Good. I'm glad she's not telling you, Sean. Let her be a surprise. Have a moment. Quit spoiling everything, you dirt sheep boy. Fightfulselect.com. About 20 minutes before Tegan Knox debuted on Friday, we had the report that Tegan Knox was debuting. Okay, let's say you find out like two minutes before Chelsea Green's about to walk out that curtain. Are you putting it up or are you just holding off? No, out of principle, I'm going to put it up. Like I held off when it was Candace. Uh, because I couldn't have got it done in time, but I'll I'll do it. I'll, I'll it'll be like a three word post on select, and I hate doing those. Chelsea Green is back, type of thing. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Just to tell her that I I I said I could do it. Um, guys, please remind remember leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, leave a comment below your favorite least favorite thing about the show, not just in the live chat, but in the comments as well. That helps out our little algorithm and subscribe as well. Uh, Joey says, Sean already has the Chelsea post written up and needs to hit send. That's actually a good idea. I'm going to do that. Just like copy and paste or like schedule post or something. Becky and Bailey with a promo because Bailey is out in the ring. Becky's like, "Ah, you know what? Win this. I'll win tonight. We'll have our match. If you're woman enough to face the man. But the real story of this segment, I thought, was Becky and Rhea coming face-to-face because that's one of those matches where you're like, oh, shit. Oh, here we go. This is this is one that we got to see. Now, to me, Rhea shouldn't be taking a loss until WrestleMania. It needs to be her versus Bianca. Like, let, let them go at it. That's what I want to see. I want to see Becky and Ronda. I don't really want to see that match. I mean, I'd love to see Becky, but Ronda's in ring lately. Woof. Not good at all. Um, I don't want to see Ronda beat her in any capacity. I still think Becky is owed a clean shoulders on the mat, one-on-one pinfall victory. But uh, I'm excited for for Rhea and Becky down the line after this, Denise. That's something that, that needs to happen. This was my favorite thing on Raw today. This entire thing, top to bottom, from... From Bailey and Becky doing their thing and that line where she said that if if you're woman enough to face the man, I was like, ooh, loved it. Um, But from there, I mean, that Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch moment was just, um, I don't know how to explain it, okay? I felt, okay, you you know something is really good when 
they didn't even do much. All they did was stare at each other. They literally just stared each other down. And let me tell you, it was my favorite moment of the show because to me, it just signified a lot more. It signified to me, hey, Rhea Ripley is now getting to that star level or at that star level where she can like go up against Becky Lynch and legitimately have people like not completely... You know, I don't feel that people will completely just be like off oh, for Becky Lynch. Like there will be people that be like, you know what? Nah, let's go with Rhea Ripley. Like I can see the let's go Rhea, let's go Becky chance with a situation like this. And I liked that because they both came across as huge stars. Literally no words exchange. No, no, none of that. It was literally just a stare down. And I feel that that did a whole lot. And given that it was so minimal and it did so much and it got so many people excited, like I when I posted the screenshot on Twitter, everybody was like, I freaking love this. And it was all for the same reason. You were engaged the whole time when they were staring at each other. I was just there like waiting yes. for more. Speaking of women's wrestling, Joel Wood, thank you for the super chat, says, okay, Sean, you know what's coming. If you're a betting man, you had a gun to your head, which you think is more likely? Sasha is Bow Wow's mystery girl to fight Jade or she returns to WWE. Uh, she ain't going to be Bow Wow's mystery girl. That would be a big, like, why Bow Wow? Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks is more culturally relevant than Bow Wow is these days. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll break this news right now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Sasha's coming back on Mondays very soon on the USA Network. For their show, Barmageddon with you Carson jerk. Daly. That was a jerk move, Sean. It's happening. That was She's a jerk move. Bro, <laughs> I was about to ask some follow-up questions. Go ahead. What do you want to know? I heard all about Barmageddon no, tonight. They wouldn't what? shut the fuck up about it. Bro. All I, I heard about all goddamn day thought... long. Thought it was my job, bro. Barmageddon. Barmageddon. All day long. I legitimately thought you literally just gave that big giant scoop right now and you could have posted on Bible Select. I had this moment of like, 
go back, rewind, and Listen, you will see the thoughts going in my head. Bow Wow is more culturally relevant than Barmageddon. That much I'll tell you. <laughs> Goddamn, man. This shit. Barmageddon. Yeah, I see the all day long, dog. I couldn't get over it. 50 okay. friggin' commercials. Yeah, but it made me want to see it, and I don't even know what Barmageddon is. Do you know well, what the show is? Like, what's the concept? Yeah, it's some bullshit. I, Luke Bryan or... Or, or he's very famous. Keith, I don't know anything Keith about country Gentry music, or I don't know who the hell it is. Gwen Stefani's Luke husband. Brian's very popular. I like, don't know who popular. that is. He's like a very popular country artist. And I don't even know how I know this. I just know this. Oh, it's oh, not Luke Bryan. Watch- no, it's, it's uh, the other white guys that has a, has oh. a bar and Oh, in so Nashville. it's not Luke Bryan, the country no. singer. Oh, no, never it's mind another then. country singer. The one that's married <laughs> well, to Gwen Stefani. Knew- Oh, Blake Shelton? There you go, him. Are you kidding me? I love him. Okay. <laughs> Sean, I had lucky, the lucky you. I just crush. gave you some great news, didn't I? <laughs> Hold on. I had the biggest crush on Blake Shelton, okay? And when he was voted sexiest man alive, I forgot what year. Uh, I was robbed, by the way. Bro, there was a lot of guys that didn't get why Blake Shelton was voted sexiest man alive. And I will to this day fight this and say he totally deserved it. He is the only person I actually went up to and was like, hi, can I have a picture? Oh, and I got my picture. I have a crush on Blake Shelton from The Voice because he has a good personality. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I know you're too young to remember Blake or a. Uh, Amit and Dweezil Zappa. You remember them? Mm-mm. Way too young to remember. They had some some shitty show on the USA Network where they would do a bunch of dumbass games and performances and all that. This reminds me a lot of that. Just the Nashville version of whatever their, whatever their dumbass show was. So what uh, do was, they do on the show? I'll find it. Play cornhole with like rocket launchers and shit. It's really weird. No, I'm saying Barmageddon. That's oh, that's that's what I mean. They they do like weird viral games or weird games with uh, viral uh, viral stars and stuff like that. I don't know. Why, I don't watch it. Why are you? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm watching it. It's on right now. I know. I'm gonna watch it afterwards. You want to end this review and we can do Peace, it. Right now. I'm gonna go watch Barmageddon. <laughs> Either way, Ashton says any news on Cameron Grimes, Sean? Not yet. I'm gonna have a bit of an update on some NXT call ups or at least a method of the NXT call up soon. I've been working on this story for a while and eh, like it's, it's so hit or miss hot and cold, all that. But Bailey defeated Oscar and Rhea. Rhea attacked Oscar after the match for taking the pin. There was a rough spot in there where, where Oscar couldn't get up onto Bailey to do a kick. But other than that, I thought that the, the ending got heated up pretty well, especially commentary really at least made it seem more exciting than, than I thought it, it was even going to be towards the end there. Uh, but Bailey ends up getting the win in this little mini tournament. What do you think about her picking up the victory, considering what we know later from from Alexa getting the win? All right. First of all, I want to say that I did not like that you did not feel this. You did not seem to feel the same way I did about this match. I loved this match. I thought it was yeah. so freaking good. I thought it was, it was the best good. thing of the night. Hands down, like usually I say, I feel like there's so many stuff that you can just find out what happened, right? You just read the results of Raw and you're good to go. I would legitimately say to go out of your way to watch this match. I I enjoyed it that much to say, go out of your way to watch it. Um, I loved it. What can I say? Uh, there was a lot that I really enjoyed, some of which included um, 
let me try to get into this. Okay, so Rhea, all of the headbutts that she hit on Bailey, I really, what well, was one of them that she hit that looked really well that I really enjoyed. I love how aggressive Rhea and Bailey specifically together got with each other where they just started throwing like forearms and then body shots with each other. Um, I love the way that Asuka transitioned into that arm bar. I thought it looked really freaking nice. There was a moment where Rhea face planted Asuka and they had a, uh, a close near uh, a close near fall there and I kind of fell for it during that moment so I thought that was pretty cool um damn Rhea going and like literally doing that like forward front front flip onto Bailey but Bailey moving out of the way and Rhea just landing like on the ground I thought that was absolutely brutal and then immediately right after that Asuka and Becky started going at it like really well in terms of like you know, I'm always putting over Oscar strikes and you saw them in, in this interaction with her and Becky and um, with Bailey got the win. I thought, hell yeah, you know, Bailey needs this win. Uh, she's been taking so many losses to uh, Bianca Belair. I felt that she was definitely the person to win this match. I thought yeah, this match I was mean, really good. Yeah, I like this match. I was I was I, I thought it was really good. I just remember that one spot and I was like, ah, oh, that was unfortunate considering the nature of the match and how good it was. Really liked it. Uh, we got the Seth Rollins promo interrupted by Bobby Lashley. Seth Rollins is so freaking over that it is insane. He is over all the time. They're setting up him and, and Bobby Lashley while also mentioning Brock Lesnar. Rollins says that Brock had the career that Bobby always wanted but screwed up. I think that Bobby Lashley's had a pretty damn good career across MMA and pro wrestling. Not Brock's career, sure. But um, still a good one nonetheless. We get a big brawl that leads to a bunch of the producers coming out. And most of these producers can still work. Like, they could get in there and wrestle if they needed to. In fact, Jamie Noble's going to this weekend, I think. He's going to have his, his farewell match on a live event. But this leads to Petey Williams taking a big spear. We're getting a top contender match for the U.S. title very soon. But I actually really liked backstage after this because Adam Pierce approaches Lashley and he's like man you can't do that he's like you can't I know it was an accident but Bobby Lashley gets really defensive and I kind of like seeing Adam Pierce reason with them he's like I know it was an accident that's why I'm telling you don't let it not be an accident if it because if it happens again I'm not gonna have a choice but to suspend you because I'm warning you here you got that one for free don't let it happen again and Lashley was like all right all right and then he's like but don't let anybody get in my way type of thing. I thought this all played out really, really well. Seth Rollins is mega over. He's probably going to beat Bobby Lashley. I think we're setting up towards Lashley and, and Brock probably at rumble or so. It's probably something like that. But I thought all this went, went incredibly well from the promo to the brawl to the backstage interaction too. Yeah. See, for me, I thought that this was effective, but it was very, very simple in terms of it's a lot of what we've already seen before and especially with Seth Rollins I feel like it was a lot of what they did with him and Matt Riddle where I couldn't I kind of want them to you know I don't know maybe just 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 do something a little bit different here because even when Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins is the only person that can literally come out there and cut like a very simple promo and still get people completely over. But it was really straightforward. It was just him announcing uh, the number one contenders match and then asking people to sing his song. And that was like legitimately it. And so I thought that the promo itself was kind of like 
a little bit boring on my like for me just because I didn't think there was like that much but because it was Seth Rollins he made it work so when Bobby Lashley came out I think really the things that I in particular loved about this was really just uh Seth Rollins's reactions and I want to give a shout out to the camera work here because they really zoomed in on his face at a really great moment where he was kind of just like you know being Seth Rollins and kind of showing like that uh that attitude of his, I don't know what you call it, his flair, whatever, um, his drip. There you go, his drip. And um, But the brawl and everything was fine. I just feel like it could have been, it was very simple. We've got Bobby or Louis saying, now I need Bobby versus Lil Petey Pump. That would be fun, honestly. I think it'd be a really, really good match. I think that would be great. I'll tell you what, it's a good match, especially this weekend. If you're watching on Peacock or, I don't know, Bleacher Report Live and you want to get those pay-per-views a little bit more affordably, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You know, I've been doing a lot of traveling. I got the feeling Denise is going to be doing some traveling. I know she's going to be at the Royal Rumble. I will be. I'm going to be using that NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get four additional months free on your plan. That's already a great deal. 30-day money-back guarantee. You're going to end up saving money on this deal. Like the first pay-per-view you buy at a discounted rate with NordVPN by changing your virtual location with just one click, you're going to save on your deal overall. It's a money saver immediately. Now, if you're a recurring pay-per-view purchaser like myself, like it's going to buy that UFC, uh, I think it's 282 this month, well, you're going to save even more. You can block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, and so much more with NordVPN dot com slash fightful the fastest vpn in the world and it works on all your devices man i was laid in bed all week with covid last week nordvpn helped me out a lot i was able to get a much different selection of my normal content i was able to get the wdb network the classic wdb network i actually watched some documentaries on there that i have missed and i didn't want to deal with uh peacock's terrible interface so i used that nordvpn.com slash fightful to get the old wdb network and I'm up and rocking. Check it out. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Dexter Loomis won the JBL Poker Tournament, Denise. Um, so I saw somebody say it was like a Rain Man gimmick. I don't think so. I think the joke was that he had a really good poker face because they couldn't tell. Uh, but JBL was very specific in saying, you don't fight in here. When Akira Tozawa is interacting with Dominic, I loved this interaction uh, because Dominic was like, you're almost as short as my deadbeat dad. And I think Tozawa was just like, I don't care. Yeah, that was funny. It was great. I love that. They had a little match that we're going to talk about shortly, but Gargano and, and Loomis end up winning all the money. Not only that, they didn't have to fight anybody. They're like the ones there, like OC and and Corbin and Alpha Academy end up fighting each other, and Tazawa and Dominic end up fighting each other. Gargano and Loomis just left with the money, and not only that, they inter they interrupted Candice's segment later, which she ended up happy about. But I'd be like, bro, Johnny, why are you just walking in on your wife's interview time? Like that's kind of rude. But Nikki was. What was that? Look, man, if my husband walked in this door right now with a bag full of money, I'd be okay, like, Whoa! fair, fair, fair. But Nikki's also in the background looking at Candace. There's something going on there. Now, the line that I was interested in 
was Corey Graves talking about the relationship between Johnny and Candace and Dexter. He says, sounds like something you'd find on Backpage. Denise, do you know what Backpage is? When you go back to the previous page that you were on. Nope. Do you want when to guess you go again? Back. What do you think that Backpage is? That Say would the have... sentence again. What... It, what do you think, considering that I'm posing this question to you like this? Yes, but what did he say again? I don't remember that. What did he, he say? He said that the relationship between Johnny, Candace, and Dexter Loomis uh, piques his interest. He's very, he's very weirded out. He thinks it's something you'd find on Backpage. Okay, based on my assumption, it's like when they had yellow pages back in the day. And you went to the back page and you found inappropriate stuff. You know what? I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you credit for that. If one were to need to get fucked and or sucked, or maybe perhaps do some of that to someone, probably for money, you'd go to back page. Were they well, in the yellow book? I don't know about that. Or no, it was, it was, I, believe, I think it was a website. I think it was like, it was basically like Craigslist for that. I can't can't pretend I ever used it, but I was aware. Because I used it. to get Craigslist jobs all the time. I used oh. to go to Craigslist and get hired, like because they have different sections, right? And I saw that there would be like a personal section. I mean, I didn't get any jobs there, but you get me. I would go to like local gigs and stuff. I got some really weird audition stories about Craigslist. I don't want to talk about that. And out here in Los Angeles, I don't know what to tell you. But Denise, it was nothing bad, though. Denise <laughs> is rated a guys. Denise is rated a four point nine on Wikifeet. I'll just no, have you know. I'm just trying to tell you that you actually could get a lot of really honest yeah. work on Craigslist. Okay, I got so many jobs on doing there. Doing some wet work is Denise. She's, I, I she's doing some plumbing. On a random Canadian network, literally that I got off of Craigslist. Like I can't even tell you. I got so many. I can't even tell you. Like there were so many jobs that I got there. So, oh, but I would Denise. see it because I would go on the site all the time, and there was obviously the personal section. You know, whatever you're you associated with, looking for whatever you were looking for. Man, hey man, I can give you some good tips on how to spot spam on a Craigslist. Like you got your fair share out. of tips on uh, Craigslist, Denise. What? Damn, nothing happened to me. Like nothing bad. I hope not. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Did you have to sign any NDAs? No. I didn't sign any NDAs from any of my Craigslist jobs. So the only weird thing that. that legitimately happened to me off of Craigslist was I went to an interview <laughs> and they made me take my shoes off because they didn't like no, but I had my socks on though. It was like nothing weird. No, Four no point it nine. was not like that. It was those people that don't like people to walk in with shoes. You know those people. They exist. Yeah, yeah okay? I've heard of those and people. And then that person was like the person that was interviewing me, they had a glass table, okay? And I had bangles. And 
what? I put my hands down okay. and the bangle smashed against the glass table by accident. And the guy was like, can you not do that? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It was an accident. Denise, I didn't mean to. Denise. But it wasn't anything bad, though. It was Denise, honest. It was nothing oh boy, bad. Oh, boy, did some shit on that glass table. Oh, boy, had been there underneath that glass table. There was nothing happening there like on this. that glass table. Oh, that boy. He's got that Windex ready. He's got that Lysol ready. He's just it underneath there. It was like a 20-minute like, interview. Give it to me. That's him. I don't know how to tell you this. Denise. <laughs> Denise. What? It's not what you think. It's there was not a, what listen, you think. There was a dude who was well-known in my hometown. <laughs> For paying women. Okay, but you live in Kentucky, okay? I'm just Come saying. Come on. Yeah, but I mean. Mm, damn. I'm just telling you it was nothing weird. What did the Kentucky guy do? What did he pay he, women to do? Shit on a table. Oh, a glass oh table okay, with see, him underneath it. That was definitely it. not happening. And it was like it was like 50 bucks. Like, damn, 50 how, bucks? 50 bucks. How hard up do you got to be? Even before inflation. Like, that's low. I like Jesus say, Christ, that's very low to take guys, a um, on glass table. If you can believe it, guys, our 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 super chats are very low these days. So please get in those super chats. Ryan says Denise getting Craigslist jobs from Tony Atlas. I dose Mia. Okay, so a women's wrestler told me that she was uh, riding with Tony Atlas recently, and he was telling some stories, and he was like, "Hey, look at this picture on my phone." And she thought it was going to be like of one of his grandkids or something. It's just some woman stomping on his face with uh, her boots. But Joel Wood says, every time Denise talks, this conversation goes further and further to the left. My bad. Oh, boy. Well, we ended up getting the OC defeating Corbin and the Alpha Academy. Boy, AJ Styles walloped Corbin with a forearm here. Now, after this... Uh, Corbin feeds for another spot. He should have just laid down. He got cracked so goddamn hard. Uh, but the OC end up winning this that emerges from the poker game. I was all right with this. Uh, now, Miz couldn't get into the poker game, Denise. I'm going to lump that in here because he lost all his money in crypto, he says. He also has a fake Rolex. A uh, little, little tip. Almost all Rolex watches their hands swirl. They don't tick-tock. So... He got called out. I would kind of like to see JBL and Corbin try to like help him get his money back, but then they all become bums. All three of them. I want all three of them to be bum asses, Denise. What do you think of it? Okay. So first of all, I want to shout out Otis going back to the poker invitation. Let's, let's talk about Miz first off. Okay. Well, I just want to say he was funny. Damn. Hmm. That was all I had. Yeah. Um, And this was actually the, my most favorite Miz segment in like a year. This was, I loved this interaction with him and JBL. I thought it was really damn hilarious. Um, him trying to get in, not being able to because he's broke. Having that fake Rolex, uh, the reactions. Uh, it was just so simple and it was funny. And I can't imagine, it, it, it would be perfect because the Miz has always been like, you know, promoting his fancy life on Raw and his beautiful wife and their show and this and that and how his life is so perfect. So I feel like if they were to do something like what they did with Baron Corbin, the bum ass Corbin thing, or I mean, sorry, the broke, what was it, poor Corbin, broke, broke, broke Corbin? Broke ass Corbin. 
No. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um. So I want them to do the exact same thing with the Miz, but I don't think they will. It's just not too believable. I would love it. Uh, I thought that everybody did pretty good in in the poker segment, but the match itself, I thought it was really, really good. Another match that I thought that in the ring it delivered. Um, I I really dug this. Then we got Dominic and Tazawa after that. Dominic wins. Street Profits make the save. That match, eh, maybe not as much, but this poker thing did help go multiple different directions. And I like that they threaded things like that. They set up two matches and a backstage angle with this. I like this. I don't know if it'll become like a regular thing, Denise, but they made the APA backstage card playing game something like that 20 years ago. I like JBL adding that. And JBL, at the very least, is bringing passion to what he's doing. And and he, he gives a damn about what he's doing. And I like that. This Any- works best to me in comparison to everything else that they've had JBL do. This was the best thing they've had him do. Yeah. I think that this has been really, really good stuff. Um, did you see the video where he said the reason why he wears such big pants is because he has a lot of ass? There was a video where he said that? Yeah, JBL? he did an interview. He said that he had a lot of ass. And then I saw a TikTok where somebody broke it down. They're like, he has no ass. No ass whatsoever. Wait, he is, wait, he's stop, cheek- stop, stop. Denise, this, this man, JBL, is cheekless. He is a fa- fraud, a phony. He's got no ass to speak of. Who did this TikTok video? Uh, some guy, Share uh, Delaware would let us know. He was very funny, though. I wish I could give him credit. I will next time. But the bottom line is the man's cheekless. <laughs> okay, first of all, I find all of this funny. The first that JBL put out a video saying that he wants, that he has, a, what did he say? He has a big butt or something? Yeah, he okay. ain't got no ass. And two, that someone thought to make a video about him having no ass. And that three, you were on TikTok watching this. Oh, no, Cher Delaware sent it to me. I don't I don't TikTok, but. You don't TikTok. I mean, my, my literal TikTok handle is Sean Ross Sapp doesn't yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I know. Every time I log on to TikTok, it tells me, make sure or say hi to Sean, uh, to Sean Ross Sapp or mm. something. It always tells me to say hi to you for some reason. Um, <laughs> but, okay, sorry. There was just a lot there to unpack. I just can't it, it imagine it's you, it's JBL's Sean. ass because he ain't got none. Well, I've never looked at JBL's ass. Well, you're not doing your job. Patrick Reyes, Patrick Reyes says, Graves compared Dom to Pete Davidson. Can your sources confirm this? No, man. Pete Davidson just pulls butt cheeks effortlessly, this guy. Uh, I don't get it. Davidson? What do you think about Pete Davidson? I don't know. I mean, you heard what Ariana Grande said, but oh, I, mean, I heard. Apparently, every other woman heard too, because they all after him. I don't get it. But I mean, he said that compared to her, everything's big because she's tiny. She is very tiny. And he said that she's a smart woman, and what she was secretly doing was setting up every woman that he was with in the future for disappointment. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's so, amazing. There you go. Uh, yeah, did- well, it seems like the girls are still curious. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just think like the girls that he's dating are like too hot for him. I'm sorry. They're like too gorgeous. Like I would, if I, maybe, like, just no. Maybe he's got all the ass that JBL's lying about. I don't know. DNC Digital said, what feud from the 80s, 90s would you choose to get the promo video treatment of today's production team? Um, Hogan and Savage would be a really, really good one. Um, Shawn Michaels and Diesel would be a really, really good one, I think. Uh, any that, that popped to your mind, Denise? What was the question? What feud from the 80s and 90s 
uh, or 90s would you like to see get the video treatment of today? That's a very good question. That is a really good question. Shit, I don't even know. I feel like there would be so many like cool things that you can do, especially with that. I don't know. I don't even have an answer for you. Sean and Brett would be a really, really great one as well. Um, just Heart Foundation in general. Candice LeRae says, could you see Becky and Candice teaming up uh, against damage control? Or do you think it's strictly Becky versus Bailey? Well, I don't think it's going to be Becky versus Bailey. Um, I think that, I think eventually Candice will help out, but uh, yeah, Candice is going to have some sort of involvement here. Uh, and Nikki was lurking backstage. Did, what, what are you making of that? Nikki is unhinged. She's going to be everywhere just sure. doing chaotic stuff. Sure. Well, uh, Ali in theory was chaotic. Ali is backstage. He cut a, a fantastic promo on Twitter today. Amazing promo about why the U.S. title means so much to him because he's been in a situation like I think he was recounting 9-11 and he said that he was like, how could somebody do this to us? And someone in his class was like, us, these are your people. And he was looking for somebody to defend him, to, to defend the fact that he was an American born in America. And that's why this title means so much to him. I thought it was an unreal good promo, Denise. Something that 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 we see we need to see more of and has never been an issue with him denise because he's done this stuff for years he's produced his own promos and for a while vince mcmahon the ultimate control freak even trusted him to produce his own promos when he first came in is what he told me during an interview once so i i love this i thought this was a great way to tell me why is it he cares so much about that title and why would he care so much when ziggler got him dq tonight that was that was really great I thought this, and you think they would have put this promo on Raw, given some of the subject matter? No, but I wish they would have. have. They should have. They absolutely should have. This is an entertainment program. This, the, the lead-in or follow-up has been a, a guy who just, he's about to do twelve years in prison. Like, but but they they'd have a problem with this. We've been looking watching Todd Crisley for fucking seven years. Pardon my language, but like. I think it should absolutely have been on Raw. I think it should have been on Raw, but I feel like they wouldn't have put it on Raw, but I think it should have been because it was a phenomenal promo. It was one of those things where it started and I thought it was going to go one direction and then it went in an entirely different direction that I wasn't expecting, but it all fit in so nicely together. And so like, I even feel weird calling it a, I mean, obviously it's a promo, but I feel weird calling it a promo just because some of the subject matter that was included in it was so like, oh damn, like the, like he's, he's, you know, gotten very serious with this. And uh, it made me just like, want to see him kind of even and yeah i knew he wasn't going to win the u.s title right but part of me wanted it just based off of this promo alone part of me wanted to be just like shocked or something but i feel like they've kind of been doing him a little bit dirty the last couple of weeks or rather more than weeks and i i remember when he just like when you and i were coming on here talking about him confronting seth rollins and thinking there was going to be like a whole big thing out of this and nothing i don't think really stupendous came out out of it so i I just kind of feel like I don't know I kind of feel like they need to do more with Ali man in terms of damn how can I say, like look at what just that promo alone it was so good so there was a there was a rough spot in this match too which otherwise was all right but oh yeah man there were a lot of botches on raw tonight like there was on on any raw like you'd be 
it's rare to even find like one one botch. Usually it's pretty smooth wrestling, but there were like three or four on tonight's show. And that Hurricane Rana, that Frankensteiner off the top rope was scary. Um, but it's it's just very I'm just surprised. I think we'll probably see some tightening up there. But hey, I mean, they were down one producer because he got speared. So what are you going to expect? <laughs> no, yeah. And unfortunately, that was a very, very noticeable botch, too. Yeah. And um, I, I, got, I got nervous, too, because of, you know, obviously the positioning that they were in and all of that. I kind of got nervous. And obviously, they, you know, saved it. And right away, uh, Ali hit a tornado DDT and kind of distracted from uh, you know, what had occurred previously. Um, but yeah, it was, that was the rough, that was the only rough spot there. But uh, the rest of the match I thought was fine, you know? And, oh, yes. there were some good spots that I like where uh, Theory, when there was tw two times, one during the match where he uh, threw Ali into the ring post and another oh, yeah. one into the barricade. Dude, he ate shit. That looks really great. Slammed him real hard. Yeah, because the, the, the ring post one, it looked like right in the eyes. And then the other one was like right in the edge of the barricade. So it looked really intense. And then uh, afterwards for the attack, he also did the same thing. I think Ali sells those better than anybody as well. But uh, Ziggler ran in and cost. Ali the match by attacking Austin Theory and Mustafa Ali was pissed off and he should have been pissed off I mean he cut that promo he talked about how much this meant for him he got the match backstage because he said I don't have everything given to me I've got to earn an opportunity even Austin Theory was like well after tonight I don't want to hear you complaining and to Ali's credit like he wasn't mad at Austin Theory after all this Austin Theory gave him that shot Austin Theory's like I hear you Here's your opportunity. Austin Theory did nothing wrong here. So now we've got this, this frustration between Ziggler and Ali. I do, like, if they're going towards a triple threat, I'm like, man, that's awful heavy-handed with two of them tonight. And then we've had another one. We had Ali, or we had Austin, Lashley, and Rollins at the pay-per-view. I feel like it is a lot, a lot in a short amount of time, but... Where, where do you think we go immediately? They got Ali's got to want to fight Ziggler. They got to go. Yeah, they got to do Ali and Ziggler. And Ziggler really pissed me off here. I like the way that they did it. I guess. I mean, if you were yeah. gonna have, if you were gonna have Ali lose, I guess this was okay. And at least it leads to something else for Ali, and maybe this could lead to something more. But um, yeah, Dolph Ziggler really pissed me off here, man. So I was right away when this happened. I'm like, oh, Ali better be pissed. And right away, commentary mentioned it, and then right away, Ali was pissed. So I'm glad that they did this because I remember, God, I don't remember what match or what story, but there had been times where people would come out and cost somebody a match, and then the person would do like nothing about it, and that would be very frustrating, obviously. So I'm glad that this time they actually had Ali react and get in his face and say dude like what the hell so i think i think we should be seeing ali and dolph ziggler next week main event alexa bliss defeated nikki and becky but backstage alexa is uh, being interviewed and we see the Br bray wyatt thing flash up and oh my gosh denise oh oh my gosh look at this oh my gosh look is it cryptic is it cryptic no, it's athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Oh my gosh, you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Does it mean something more? Yes, it does. It means that AG1 changes with science every few months. They've changed their formula over 53 times in the last decade and counting. 
That way you can have 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. One scoop that has this high-quality bioavailable ingredients. Work together to fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. Support energy and focus. Aid with gut health and digestion. Support a healthy immune system. This stuff helped me out so much last week. What does it mean, they say? What could it mean long-term? What will you be reunited with? How about that great gut health and digestion? No GMOs. You're not going to be reunited with that. No nasty chemicals. No artificial anything. Just one gram of sugar. You can join the movement of athletes, life leads, moms, dads, rookies, first-timers, everyone in between. You want that AG1. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Check out AG1. It is the category-leading superfood product that brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. It's going to completely replace your multivitamin. You do not want to be eating a multivitamin tablet. It'll pass right through you. You won't even absorb it. Take your athletic greens first thing in the morning. One scoop, eight ounces of water. Drink it. You're good to go. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. But what does it mean? At this point, the Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss stuff is very heavy-handed. She teased doing the Sister Abigail during the match. They flash this thing up every single time that she's backstage. But um, at this point, I feel like there are going to be a lot of her fans that are, let me tell you, they're not going to be disappointed. They're going to be livid if she's not involved because these are Alexa fans we're talking about here. Like, they're going to be really pissed off if she's not involved, Denise. Well, with everything that you mentioned, all those little teases, it's like, why do it if you're not going to go anywhere with it? So now mm. they kind of have to. If they never would have done it, then the fans would have just been like, it's whatever's whatever. right. But now that they actually did it, you kind of have to deliver on that. Over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's been now. Since he came back, we've been seeing them. Yeah. And um, they are dangerously close to making Bray just a guy. Like, just just a guy. And I'm like, you, you got him in a feud with LA Knight. Like, come on. let's Let's see this. Um, before we get into this, another major topic of discussion, William Regal looks like he's heading back. Fightful Select broke news after word that he had a one-year deal, a three-year deal, all that stuff. His deal's up. He's heading back to WWE. What were your thoughts when you heard this, Denise? My thoughts, and I think they were along the lines of everybody else in terms of, I think everybody is like questioning, you know, what, what was the deal between AEW and William Regal that he was able to basically be like, all right, you know, I'm going back to WWE now, right? Yeah. The, the timing seems, uh, the timing seems, uh, you know, just like weird in terms of him coming in, what, in Revolution and then, you know, X amount of months later and now he's gone, right? But I'm not, I'm not surprised either because the way that I see it is, William Regal had, and Sean, you can remind me on his actual title, but he had a bigger, you know, backstage role within uh, NXT and he was doing, you know, all of this stuff. And so to me, I can't imagine going from a position, a job 
where I'm doing so much and uh, I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of power and say, you know, certain things and responsibilities and, you know, I can execute my vision and to go to a place where you don't really get to do that, where you're more like, obviously, you know, wrestlers are going to come out and you can help people out and stuff, but you're more of just an on-camera character, two totally different things, two totally different responsibilities. And I can imagine that maybe one might be a little bit more fulfilling fulfilling than the other. So my reaction to this was really just, I, I don't blame William Regal for going back, especially if he's clearly going to have, you know, a bigger role or maybe the same role that he had uh, beforehand. And I, I, from what I understand, like that type of role was, or something expanded was probably brought up to him in, in AEW as well. It's just, it didn't end up working out that way. But I mean, also I saw people saying like major L for AEW, the way I look at it, they, they had concluded a story with him. He helped form a group that should have been a lot more. They turned him and then they had a big turn and he passed his gimmick off to MJF. That's, that's a, that's a story there. I think that he's more useful doing what he's going to do for NXT than doing whatever it is he was going to do for AEW at that point. I think he's a very good on-screen performer, as we've seen, but I think they got an awful lot out of him during that period that he was there. So I don't think it's like a major, major loss. Would I rather him be on my team than not? Absolutely. Uh, but when I look at him, I think he's a lot more useful to WWE. And also, him and Triple H have been buddies for almost 30 years. They were in the Blue Bloods together in WCW. And I know a lot of people don't don't even consider that, but that's something that, that happened and. It's all about comfortability. And if he's more comfortable in WWE, I'm happy that he's going to be there. So, right, right. Yeah, I agree. In... Well, Alexa Bliss got this win. It looked like Becky was poised for it. Everybody had Becky picked to win this match, but damage control comes out and costs Becky the match. There's some really interesting double team stuff here as well, like where they, they draped Alexa over the ropes and attacked her. So, we saw Nikki and Bailey actually teaming up a little bit in this. Um, and then Bailey gets, or, or Becky gets put through the table. Alexa gets the win. I wouldn't even say she stole the win, but uh, she ends up getting the win. This I was surprised by this, Denise. I did not expect to see Alexa winning this in the main event. I was kind of glad because I feel like I just think she kind of needs it a little bit more right now. And I'm kind of going with with uh, with Alexa Bliss kind of winning, uh, defeating Bailey next week. I don't know. I'm just going to go out on a limb and I think Alexa Bliss is going to get the win. Uh, it may not be the, uh, you know, I don't know what people are thinking, if it's ideal or not ideal, but I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss on this one all the way now. Um, I didn't think that this triple threat match was as good as the one that we got earlier in the night. I thought this one was okay. I thought it was fine. They had some good moments during this, but I really did think um, there were some, there were some, uh, I don't want to, there were some clunky moments that I kind of noticed throughout yeah. this match a little bit. Um, but I still thought it was a good main event. I just didn't think it held it. I didn't think it compared to the, to the, to the earlier triple threat match, but I'm so happy Alexa bliss one. I think she needed it more. And I just Probably feel did. like uh, this was the right call to have Alexa bliss win. Sheldon says, hoping WWE doesn't do Bianca Bailey again. They've been there, done it. Alexa, Bianca is way more interesting to me. Right. Uh, at this at this point, me too, especially considering they've been teaming up lately as well. Let's do the fresh matchup. There's no pay-per-view for a long, long time, so this can be a big match on Raw instead. 
So uh, I'm fine with that. I just don't want them to do this and then stretch it out to the Rumble. No, just do it in December. I don't think so. I think that's part of the reason why they didn't have, you know, Becky win, why they didn't have, or why sure. they might not have Bailey win. You know, I just feel like they're being saved for other things. And so that's why I think that Alexa Bliss is going to be the one to take. Yeah, they can't. Um, I mean, they could obviously do Becky and, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, Bailey and Bianca again, right? That's not going to sure. stop them. But I don't think they should. I think they need to give that match a little bit of a, that story, a little bit of a, and just, Hold off a little bit. Let's do something new with Alexa. Guys, we had a lot of cool stuff on Fightful last week. I dropped an interview with Dax Harwood where he said that all Brian Danielson does backstage is talk about penis sizes. That was good. I also interviewed Billy Starks, who just ahead of her 18th birthday, I mean, a phenom. She is actually in the voting for the Fightful Awards, the U20 Award that is a uh, uh, under 20 years old, uh, that uh, voting is available now for Fightful Select members. It is exclusive to Fightful Select members. Myself, Denise, and Will will be doing an awards presentation uh, in January at some point. So if you want to vote, we're going to have a couple of topics every single day on FightfulSelect.com. But Denise, you got can plenty I of vote? stuff. Am I allowed huh? to vote? Yeah, Does you're allowed to vote too? Anybody with a subscription can vote. Absolutely. Oh. Oh, I didn't know I could vote. Today's topics are um, best celebrity cameo or performance and uh, the U20 award. We're going to have two every single day uh, for the next uh, two or three weeks. So we're going to do that. It is complete fan vote, all positive awards. Very excited. But Denise, tell the people where they can find you, where they can check out your stuff. Okay, well, this week I have two announcements that are going to be made, one early in the week and one kind of later in the week. So please keep an eye out on that. I'm very excited about both of those things. And um, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I've been putting up tons of content. Uh, so please, if you haven't gone there, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at underscore Denise Salcedo. That's it. Check it out, guys. Please share our uh, show on social media. We're trying to overcome the YouTube stuff. On a different form of social media every every week now, they've been like, oh, we're getting it fixed. I bet you are, guys. Uh, so just leave us a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, we're out.